0: for 25% off your DNA test kit.
1: This is the Cannamom Show, a podcast chronicling the inspiring stories of real women in the emerging cannabis industry. Your host, Joyce Gerber, mom, lawyer, political activist, has been speaking with women from coast to coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving. Now, in Season 2, The Cannamom Show continues on its mission to empower women-centric cannabis businesses by sharing their stories with you. Go make yourself a cup of tea, or roll yourself a joint, sit back, and learn something new about this magical plant on The Cannamom Show with Joyce Gerber.
2: Hey Dave! Hey, hey, hey! Well,
0: welcome! It's another week in America! <laughs>
2: Can't you feel the brand new day? Brand new um, I, day.
0: I learned something new yesterday. You want to hear it? I do, I do. What okay, so that? the day the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday, right? Hmm. So you know what the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is?
2: Uh, a Wednesday.
0: Green Wednesday. Green
2: Wednesday. I was close.
0: <laughs> I, did, I did not know that as a thing. So this show is actually being released on Thanksgiving. So anyone who missed it next year, the next Wednesday year. before Thanksgiving is Green Wednesday little things you'll learn on the no camera. wait no so does,
2: does that mean environmental alertedness uh all things natural or what
0: no i think people are just stocking up on pot for their friends <laughs>
2: That's the way we like it at the Canamom Mom Show.
0: All right. So that, that's how we go. All okay. right. Um, and so my little political thing, because, you know, I can't go forward without I talk politics. Uh, right. I don't know. Y'all listening. Georgia is a big state. I have been involved with um, some letter writing, her Fair Fight Group, if you're interested in engaging with voters in Georgia and uh, seeing how that state can change our country. So that's uh stacy abrams.
2: abrams okay sure. yeah that's yeah. our
0: thing just about you know people need to vote we should have no voter suppression it should be easy to vote you should be accessible to vote we're all americans everybody gets to vote so if you want to stand up uh check her out i think it, it's definitely called fair fight and they're definitely doing letter writings and i'm sure all sorts of other things across the country
2: Fairfight.com. Stacey Fairfight. Abrams. Dot com. yeah what is what love- is what a story how, how often does someone that prominent act so unselfish Right, exactly. she she, yeah. she she lost, and talk about turning a loss into something positive. You know, um, her loss yeah. was everybody else's win. Really, yes. I think it's That's just a cool story. because
0: smart women use power differently,
2: right. and <laughs> occasion- right. and occasionally smart men do too. But
0: really, where are they, Dave? Where? <laughs> just tell me to the monk. You know. all right. And then I give up. <laughs> I know. And then my last little plug is um, Massachusetts. I. My long time ago, before law school, before a lot of things, I worked in housing advocacy. I was an advocate for homeless families and worked in food insecurity and the whole deal. So this issue is coming back roaring. Like I worked in the 90s. So it's going to be a bad winter, people. I have been giving money to food banks. I want to support all my ladies in cannabis this season. Those are going to be my gift giving. But I'm also thinking about everybody on my list is going to get some kind of gift in their honor to like the Greater Boston Food Bank or Food for free—that's one of my favorites here in Cambridge. And um, for my Jewish friends, mazon—that's another great one.
2: How are we spelling Mazone?
0: mazon? M A Z O N. Did you go to Hebrew school? The, <laughs> yeah,
2: but I quit. It. I quit at some point. I think.
0: Uh, anyway, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> mazon is a Hebrew word meaning something good, or I don't know what does it
0: mean—earth or food or I don't know. I didn't study it. Oh, didn't you go but, to Hebrew school? <laughs> So anyway, so that's just my little plug. I've been hearing people talking about this. I, I This is a money hands kind of issue here in America. We shouldn't have food insecurity, but we do, and we can all help a little bit this season. So that's my plug. Okay, so let's uh, move on. Joyce, just yes? so people no. have
2: it, it's foodforfree.org mm-hmm. and Mazone.
0: We'll put it in the notes. It's always okay. in the notes. It's in the you notes. You know, note people, I don't know who reads them, but it's always in the notes. If you're ever looking, it is Mazon dot, <laughs> It is
2: mazone.org. M-A-Z-O-N.org.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So let's move on. So today's guest, cause this is an interview show. We don't just talk politics and food. I know. <laughs> we could, maybe we could shift. Um. All right. So today's guest is the CEO of Autumn Brands and is the mom of two toddlers in California. Her business transitioned from cut flowers to cannabis in 2015 with a little help from her friends. Here today to share her story of creating a brand and what her goals are for building cannabis with strong women leaders, please welcome to the Canna Mom Show, Autumn Shelton, ceo of autumn brands welcome autumn welcome Autumn.
1: thank you thanks for having me well, yeah. Quick, i'm actually the cfo not the ceo oh cfo
0: sorry people cfo yeah. who's the ceo <laughs>
1: uh the ceo is my partner hans brand
0: hans brand and that's a real last name which we'll get to last so it's not just autumn yes. brand it's actually his name it's kind of like a joke mm-hmm.
1: okay <laughs> so how are you
0: doing out there in california
1: Doing great. You know, yeah. it's a crazy year, but um, making the best of it and um, looking forward to uh, a very small Thanksgiving um, with, with family and our one little bubble friends <laughs> yes. coming our, up next week.
0: Our bubbles, yeah. So let's just sort of get back So flowers. This is like the holidays. This is one of the things. So let's kind of go back to your story. I haven't heard this before. So you were working in agriculture and the flower side and you transitioned... So yeah. yeah. And then you transitioned to cannabis with some help from farmers. So how did that, how'd you make, how'd you meet up and how did you do the transition?
1: So I have uh, three partners. Um, one, as I already mentioned, uh, Hans Brand, who is the CEO. Um, it is his property and he was a cut flower grower for 30 years. Um, originating all the way back from Holland. He is fifth generation. Both his kids graduated from uh, college a few years ago and they are my other two partners. Um, so that is where Autumn Brands came from. Autumn obviously is myself. And then my three partners, last name is brand. So autumn brand together. Uh, autumn is a harvest and a brand is a brand. So it was just a match made in heaven. It um, works. So I was, yes. So I was my partner's uh, CFO in his cut flower business. And you know, there's just been a lot of competition with South America and it was very challenging uh, for many, many years for him and his family. And when an opportunity arose to lease out some of his greenhouses to uh, medical marijuana uh, back in 2015, uh, we did a lot of risk assessment and decided that was the best opportunity for him. And then, shortly after, once he understood uh, where the future of cannabis was going, uh, he decided he wanted to do something as well and bring his kids and myself into it. And so, we created a collective uh, back then um, under the medical marijuana um, regulations and then transitioned into the regulated market in 2018.
0: So, so two to the 15 year old just growing cannabis, medical cannabis in your greenhouses. Yeah. And, and so how did someone approach you? How did they know that you would be allowed? It's very, again, this is a very confusing cannabis. Everything about cannabis is confusing, specifically to California. So a lot of people I hear, they get in sort of backwards. So, um, so this is kind of how you got into it a little bit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So you were allowed to grow medical marijuana. I mean, very gray. I mean, a helicopter went over and you're like, oh, you know, is this... Am I am I still okay? I mean, obviously, it's still federally illegal, but today we don't look over we don't have to look over our shoulder anymore. But back then, it was just about collectives and a collective working with each other to grow for patients. Um, and so we really just got involved then. We got involved at the uh, regulation level uh, at the state and at the local of really helping build the regulations here in California. And, and, it's what reg- and I
0: didn't say what region in California. So where are you in California? Just so people have because a big state.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes, we're in Santa Barbara County, uh, okay. city of Carpinteria, or outskirts of Carpinteria, city of Carpinteria. Okay. Um. So we we yeah, I'm very much involved in building the ordinance in Santa Barbara County as well.
0: So that's where you're from. So you're so then you're so you're growing. You're so you kind of came into as you're growing for someone else. Is that how it started? You another company or yeah.
1: another company was leasing out the greenhouses, and my partner became a partner in that business, but decided he wanted another. He he didn't want to lease out all the greenhouses to them. He wanted to do something with us. And so yeah, we so took how, over the rest of the greenhouses uh, shortly after um, to be able to grow medical marijuana as well. And then we all transitioned into um, the regulated recreational medical side.
0: So how did you do that transition? It was a transition from so sort of the grow to the brand. So that seems like a lot of there's a lot of little steps in there.
1: <laughs> uh yes, it was very complicated and um very stressful. But basically you went from being one entity of a not for profit in twenty seventeen to being a for profit in twenty eighteen. So the, the entities themselves also had a change. Um and then we also and not until about May of twenty eighteen did we become a brand. So we were only selling in, in bulk products because before, if you went to a dispensary under the medical marijuana collective model days, you just have a jar of cannabis sitting on a counter. Nobody was really packaged. Um, right. and branded at that time so it was really trying to figure out what is the consumer looking for what do they want in this new regulated market where is this going to go and so it took us a little bit of time to really figure that out and design it and eventually we just said okay we're gonna we're gonna try this and we started with more of a medical logo and we've transitioned into more of a health and wellness kind of logo and feel and how we we see that this is all growing and um, expanding um so there's been a lot of different transitions through the last number of years um, to where we are today.
0: And I like the health and wellness, you know, so this is, again, this is a product that works for women my age and older the most, we know the least, and we need to feel comfortable with it. And a lot of this is going to be branding because flowers, flower if it's grown well, and it should all be tested the correct way. So how did you kind of figure out who you wanted to market to? And I say this is a health and wellness industry. That's how I talk about it all the time with people. So I think that's how we should be, you know, that's how it should be understood, you know some of the packaging is geared towards dudes, some of the packaging is geared toward, you know, other people. But I mm-hmm. obviously am drawn to sort of the prettiest stuff. I know some of the women in packaging, but the things that make women feel comfortable, how did you figure or just you know, people who aren't stoners <laughs> or people who aren't comfortable with yeah. the product. Yeah. How did you figure out how to make people feel comfortable with your product? Because it is very if you look at it, I don't have it's not visual. I don't have anything to show anybody here, but it's a very pretty right. product. It's very, you know, I and because it's California, I can't try any of these things. This is like weird. I talk to people all the time. I see their products, but until it's interstate in commerce, we're not we're not exchanging stuff yet. Yeah.
1: Well, we wanted something very bright and light, so our packaging is very bright orange and yellow. You know, from where we stand, we are greenhouse growers, so we have this perfect balance of being able to still grow everything under the sun, but in a very um, in. It's in an inside environment, so everything is very protected. Our focus is sustainability. You know, all our water is comes from a well on the property, so rainwater, and it is all reused and recycled through the process, all organic, so meaning the soil. We use um, coconut, uh, recycled coconut core um, and as our soil, and all of that is reused and recycled. We also became very dedicated to being 100% pes- uh, pesticide-free. Very early on, and there are very, very few, if any, that are actually 100% pesticide free. Are, are you, are you all
0: indoor grow? Autumn, are you an all indoor grow site or
1: Green, greenhouse? Greenhouse yes. all greenhouse.
0: Okay. Greenhouses.
1: okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it is very challenging. I mean, it's very hard to be 100% pesticide free. A lot of people kind of will maybe spray a little bit, but you can really, just even a little bit, you can taste the difference, you can see the difference, you can smell the difference um, when you use pesticides. And so for us, this is a health and wellness product. And we really want to provide something that was hundred percent natural. Because even if you see organic on a package in other products, it's still pesticides. And we see the future of, you know, once upon a time it was conventional products to organic products. And we just see organic to no pesticides whatsoever, because we don't know how they're going to affect our body. Um, so no, no, so, is there, so in, the, in the industry amongst
0: growers, like what is there a discussion about what pesticides are and what can be used and what are safe and who's, you know, other, obviously there are always camps on, any, in any issue, so,
1: and California allows you to use a small amount of pesticides, and that was mm-hmm. one of the biggest um, the hurdles. Though for us is that we can use actually very le- we can only use so much pesticide compared to like an avocado or another agricultural crop. So there was some issues with what if the avocado uh, grower sprayed and it drifted over into a cannabis farm? Right. Are they going to get in you know in trouble? So um, you know there we are only allowed very um, minimal amounts but why even risk it? Just just be 100% pesticide free. Don't put anything into the product because this is something that you're inhaling. It's not just something that you can wash off like lettuce. This is something you're putting in your in your body. So we really focused on an um, integrative pest management program and we bring uh, good pests in to combat the bad pests. And what we've been able to develop though is because it is such a balanced environment, we get these native ladybugs and all their larva and they just exist and live in our greenhouse. And if you've ever tried to buy ladybugs and put them in your garden, they never stay because they always just fly away. So being able to really be a hundred percent pesticide free has created this. And we still need the bad pests because if you don't have any bad pests then the good ones leave, and then you're kind of always trying to find this balance. So what's so what your, what, so is being, so
0: what's your so you're from, just so we kind of back up on you, like, so you came into cannabis, you weren't a grow before. So you were, what sort of, what was your sort of background in terms of growing and then how did you transition those beliefs or ideas into the cannabis world? I mean, obviously well, my they, background you know. is
1: more finance, real oh, estate, okay. um compliance. Those are the kind of things that I was more, that was what I did also for the, the cut flower business Okay, and really helping bring him out of the, out of the red. So um, his focus is he's the, he's been the grower. He was the cut flower grower. And now his son has taken over as being the main grower. He studied agriculture um, at a school locally um, in college, and so did his daughter.
0: Oh, so they're really integrating sort of the things they've learned and
1: beliefs and how we're going to use the land forward. Oh, I love that. That's a great intergenerational story. That's no, it's great. pretty incredible what they've been able to bring and, and the knowledge that they've learned, you know, recently, and and the knowledge that he was brought, he was able to bring in from 30 years of experience. And so we have this really amazing uh, dynamic, the four of us. And I think it's allowed Autumn Brands to really grow and be successful. You know, well, we're too... Families that own and operate this business. My husband's our brand manager, so he's out there on the dispensary side, and then we have the three of them and the and, and wife also very much involved. So um, it's, it's been an incredible ride. That's sure. so
0: awesome. So what's what's your what's your actual product? Like what's your span? Where are you growing? Who's where is it? How big are you? I don't even know what the question is, but you know, like you're a small <laughs> place, but you're making these, these amazing brands. So yeah,
1: we're probably in California, a medium sized grow. So oh, would, we wouldn't consider ourselves small and we wouldn't consider ourselves uh as well. We have about four acres of greenhouse and um, another acre and a half that we get to grow into probably in about a year once we get through this crazy local permitting process. Um, but right now we grow, uh, we have a one-eighth uh, jar. We sell uh, premium one-eighth jar. Um, and then we have a seven pack for pre-rolls and a one grand pre-roll and I'm beyond excited that we're about to come out with this nourishing joint and muscle cells um, for pain relief. And it's, it's been my heart project for over a year now. And um, it's about to hit um, shelves in about two weeks. So is this a and CBD or
0: CBD and THC? Or-
1: CBD and THC. So Ooh, really? it's a one to seven THC wow. products, 400 mil spectrum. So it comes from our farm, hundred percent arm. There's no, it has just been completely extracted in a very natural form and way, um, and 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 infused into this incredible mix of uh, natural ones um, That also includes magnesium, which are all me uh, and arnica, just for these really incredible healing properties um, for bruising, for pain, for um, even just dry skin. It's I love these healing it's really stories. Incredible
0: product. Yeah. So, all right. So we talked about sort of where you come from, the grow. So you're a mom. <laughs> you have toddlers. I am a mom. <laughs> and you talked a little bit about how your husband's involved, sort of how are, you know, how are your kids involved? They're little, so it's a little bit different, but um, just like how do mom, I'd like to talk to moms, like how do they talk about to their kids, but they're little, how do you use it in the house? Like how is your family involved in this, this new world? Is it, I mean, obviously this is your business. This is your family business.
1: It is. I have, yes. We have a, a little girl that just turned one, and I have a boy that's about to turn five. Um, and the five year old, um, you know, he really does. He knows if he sees a cannabis plant, which my husband grows them in the garden, um, he's, you know, it's Autumn brand to him. That's how he knows. That's funny. He doesn't know cannabis. He knows it is Autumn brand. He could recognize the picture. And, <laughs> um, you know, but we talk about that is just for mommy and daddy. And he's never really been interested like he doesn't he's not interested in if i have a glass of wine or you know, right. anything like that so but you know he he knows that autumn brands is very important and this is what mom and dad focus on and um are very proud of very proud of what we put out there and you know i'm i'm a just i'm a huge communicator i believe in communication so we will continue as the kids grow to communicate how important this plant is but at a, you know, for people at a certain age and, and when it is, you know, appropriate for someone to, to partake in this, in this plant. I just love that. I the different ways
0: that you can. Yeah. It's a new, so my, always, my kids are older. They're 22 and 19 and I had a cannabis awakening when they were teenagers, which they were psyched, but you know, I, they did not grow (laughs) up in a, you know, (laughs) they didn't grow up in a family that talked about it. Like we talked about wine or food or like anything else that we use or medication or whatever else would be around. It was hidden for a while. And it was abnormal and it's kind of scary to them. And then I transitioned and I could talk to them and then I could hear their stories, like like the vape pen scare that they had out here with the toxins and things. And I didn't even know what a vape pen was. I didn't know my daughter was buying them like on the street from somebody, but she wouldn't have told me except I was talking about it. You know, it is about transparency.
1: I totally agree. Absolutely. Communication is everything. And just being straightforward about the process is, yes. you know, I, I don't know. I feel like my parents were always talking to me about it and were open um, and it just helped me understand the ins and outs of it and, and, and made me make better decisions. So
0: you so you grew up in a field. So when you, so what's your cannabis story? Sort of like, how do you, like, I always say this isn't my natural habitat. Like I, I
1: have an awakening. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I remember I was 11 and I found on a joint in my dad's sleeping bag and I got so mad at him. I'm like, Dad, yeah, what are you doing? Cause you, know, you were ingrained of course at that age that so it's bad. And Um, but you know, as I got older, my parents were, were open to it and I think I tried it in my late, I started my late teens and then I became a, um, um, I started using it, you know, quite a bit, um, as I kind of went into my twenties as well. And, and I just, I I love it for balance and today I can treat it like a glass of wine, right? You know, back then I think you're, you're overusing everything because you're Younger yeah, and not you really know knowing how to, yeah, yeah, don't <laughs> know, no. so, um, so I love this transition. And and the better, the more we educate people that they understand how incredible this plant is. And if you use it in moderation, it can really help you, um, in, in so many different ways, you know. And that's because our body has the endocannabinoid system, and you know, our, our body is made to receive it, and, and it helps regulate you when Yourself, you need us. Yes.
0: So, and women, and it's like, I love to talk about this. So, balance, so you are in the middle of this, this is this crazy. I mean, I thought I had it bad, but you guys, with the kids at home and everyone's home and it's homeschooling and you're not having help because people can't help you and balance is very important right now. It's helping ladies. So how are you talking? What are your friends going through? How are you, are you advising people or, um, I mean, you're, you're very little kids. And I, when I was little, when my kids were little, I could drink wine, cannabis was off the table. I understand now it probably would have helped a lot. So are you sharing insight into your friends, how they can help? maybe um, survive this period using cannabis in a responsible way as a mother?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a number of friends that actually it, it, it's the only thing that kind of keeps them safe and make them feel like they're a better mom because it actually relaxes them and they're not as snappy or, you know, they really are able just to kind of relax. You know, I, I we have a, um, uh, a two to one um, pre-roll CBD pre-roll that um, really allows you kind of just to get, have this really nice, balanced high. And I like to have a couple of hits off of that joint and then go for a run. And then I come back and it's that kind of double like, oh, okay, I got my exercise. I got my relaxation. I got out of my head. I come back. I can just be that mom and play and do puzzles and, and have fun. And after a very long work week. So yes, it's, it's very important to, to utilize cannabis in that way so that you're not feeling overly stressed in, in these just crazy times.
0: And you can engage with your children in their world. That's kind of the other thing I say. I'm going to be a much better grandma because, you know, I was always I could get everything done, but I couldn't actually calm down enough to sit and do a puzzle or uh, I I just couldn't do it. I was just too you know, everything was for them, but I couldn't do that part. So I think this is the thing that helps when you take care of yourself. Um, You can take care of others and women are caregivers. And I think that's part of what this plant is teaching us. Yeah,
1: exactly. To care and this topical too. that we're about to come out with is going to be really special as well. For those moms that don't want to get high, even a little bit, you know, this topical you can put on your shoulders and it's even this will just help relax you. And really you'll get the infusion of the magnesium and the THC and any type of pain or just stress you have. It's going to be a huge help for so many people.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so the thing is, we don't have to feel bad. We, we should feel okay. We have to be able to feel okay to take care of others. Yeah. And that's literally our job. Like, I, There's a Story of the New York Times this morning about how, like, you know, America doesn't have a backup structure. All we have is mothers. So <laughs> we are literally we are taking care of everything. So we need to take care of ourselves. This is one of the things. But we are going to start building businesses that are caring for people, right? That's why we need women in business, right, Autumn? And that's how Absolutely. we're going to build the build the future because it won't we shouldn't really be relying on mothers to do everything. There should be other people out there. So <laughs> what's your how are you that- envisioning this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is an incredible time. I mean, a new industry, right? There's so many industries that are set and dominated by men, and and even the cannabis industry right now is still dominated by men. But there's no glass ceiling here. I mean, there's so many different opportunities in this industry, whether it's in cultivation or packaging, or uh, tech, or dispensaries, or you know, marketing. However you want to get involved, you know, there's just so much talent out there, and women can just really strive and thrive in this, in this industry. And I just motivate them to get involved and be proud of this plant and be proud of how this is a health and wellness product, and how it will help so many people and know that they can, that women can just can rise to the top in this industry.
0: Cause I do see this and I think this is an interesting period. So women, this is no, women are dropping out. It's just happening right now. Women are dropping out of their professional careers because they really just can't do everything. And in my era, I'm 55. So if you dropped out, you're done. Like literally you're done. And I used to do a lecture at the Women's Bar Association about how to um, transition back into work. And my advice was literally always, do not drop out. (laughs) Because what? So people are dropping out. But the idea that we have a linear professional career is like, it's just a lie. And that this industry could be built, like literally this could be built right now as it's developing with these women who we need everyone's skills we and the, the women coming into this industry are elevating the professionalism because like you a finance person coming in to do a very professional job at a, a agricultural site you know we need women who are you know people take time off to care for each other that's how it works this is how our system's set up so if you're saying once you take time off to care for someone you're done professionally we're losing a generation of women which is what the fear is mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be that way i don't know who made up that rule i didn't make it up somebody did
1: <laughs> but cannabis we can, can say, always come reinvent in. ourselves yeah always so reinvent ourselves i, so I, think, I think when i was younger you focus on You know, when you think this is going to be your career forever what's my career going to be right, it it doesn't have to be forever, it can be, you know, and that's from for myself, like I've always kind of just changed where I've gone, and just followed the right path. And it's always just led me to the next amazing opportunity. And I think, you know, women, you just need to take advantage of that as well, after they've taken care of their kids, find this new transition, reinvent yourself, find what your passion is.
0: But again, setting up the structure. So the women who are setting up or the people who are setting up this business have to look at people who want to come into it and see that weird break in their their journey professional and see that they took care of their kids and see whatever happened and say, you can still enter cannabis. This is not an industry that's preordained to, if you drop out, you can't come back in. It can't be that way. It just it, I, That's my plea, people. Please. <laughs> just, there's a lot of really smart women out there. They can help our country. Let them work. If they want to work, let them work. Let them do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And as you mentioned, this is, you know, the 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 woman is usually the caretaker of the family. And this is that kind of product where you want someone that has that kind of brain that has been doing that and being that caretaker, because this is just going to be a natural, um, you know, opportunity and business that they can really, you know, help expand and grow and bring new ideas to. Exactly. Yeah. So I
0: love that. All right. Let's talk about, Um. so we talked a little bit about health and wellness and caregiving. That's sort of the, the theme. And How are you focusing sort of your branding on health and wellness? What are you doing with your community to talk about, you know, everybody, all the women I know in this are talking about education. That seems to be a primary goal to make sure everyone understands what this is and the best way to use it and how they're influencing the people around them. So what are you doing in terms of that world where you are?
1: Well, giving back for us is, is really number one. We're part of a local group called Carp Growers. We're all the local cannabis uh, growers that you know follow all the regulations, really do everything compliant, check all the boxes, can be members of. And that, that organization itself is just to give. It's just to pay it forward and provide uh, funds to different nonprofit organizations in the area. Um, we do that also independently. We just ran a um, tamper camper seal on our um Premium glass jars, eighth glass jars um, in the month of October, and we're proud to say that we were able to sell all of them. And we, um, for every jar that uh, we sold, we gave fifty cents to um, the Santa Barbara Breast Cancer Resource Center. And so we Great. were able to just give them a check for twenty five thousand um, dollars this wow. week. that was so that was back. Really powerful cannabis given give back. back. Yeah, nice. Yes. Um, so that was really, really a special moment um, to be able to give back um to women you know and it's not just women who get breast cancer but most of them most of them are so this was a great opportunity to be able to help women um thrive and and survive that's awesome and and the thing is and and and
0: cannabis is a hard business like you don't have normal business deductions i mean cannabis is just a hard business to be and in addition to all the other things that you sort of have to deal with and regular businesses listen to this you're also giving back so yeah that again and i can't deduct any of
1: that yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah. You know, be, like you said, like I have, I have a rule because it's still federally legal. I have to abide by two eighty e, so I can't deduct any normal expenses. So it is not a deduction, unfortunately for us um, federally. But it's still important for us to always it's give culture. Back, you know? I think it's culture. And, and I think you, you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: build culture. You build know, culture. The, you build culture. Of the pandemic. Yeah, it's 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 part of who we are. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah.
0: No, I don't know. It's a culture you don't even recognize. The culture is all around you. You know, it kind of is just this thing that exists. And if you're building this culture of giving, that's sort of like the energy you're giving off. So that's the business that you're going to build. You know, and if you're in a business of like hoarding and keeping, you know, being uh-huh. stingy because you just need it for yourself, that's the kind of business you're going to build. That's just that's just life.
1: And we are we are frugal by nature. I mean, that's how we operated our business, you know, is and, and that's where we're able to be successful today. We didn't go and spend two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on some fancy system in the beginning. We spent five thousand dollars. And but it allowed us and it still worked, you know. And so we we really grew within our means. We've always been self funded and it has allowed us to now get to a point where yeah, I can we can cut a check for twenty five thousand dollars and that's a that's a huge that's a huge win. Um, and, and shows a lot and shows, it shows a lot of where we've been able
0: to go. Yeah. yeah, it shows your priorities. That's I love that. okay. And then uh, before we take our break, I just, can you talk about your seven pack pre-roll and why that's so unique? and why you're so proud of that? <laughs>
1: um well, our seven packs, so each one is a <laughs> half half gram, um seven half grams in our pre-roll pack. And we do different blends. we, we come up with different ideas that really kind of you know add to the high and create a different high by blending different strengths that we have. Um, and they become just increasingly popular and, and they fly off the shelf. So just so talk, can you talk, can you
0: just give like sort of the names of like how, how they're branded and what people could expect if they're looking for them?
1: Um, sure. Um, well we have, uh, they're the same kind of idea, the, the orange and the yellow. And then if you pull it, up, pull it open, they're all child resistant and you pull it open, and we have our, you know, California, uh, palm tree picture right inside Pretty common, and we have different Different ones. The Blue Dream CBD, like I said, is a two-to-one, so it's very low THC, so it's just like a very minimal high, um, and high CBD in there, so you get that really great balance of both, um, as well as all the other cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we have um, Strawberry Banana, which is an indica, really kind of helps you, you know, mellow at the end of a day, or um, Dreamwalker, a sativa, which gives you kind of that really creativity and ability just to kind of move through your day. So. Uh, we have about 15 strains. You can find them all on our website. I love and, that. I mean it's um, it's
0: nice, it's nice to cause I was actually um my hairdresser. I saw my hairdresser this week and everyone, you know, I'm like the cannabis queen now. People ask me all sorts of questions. So she um, you know, she's like, Joyce, I heard that you can use it and you could not be high, but just be motivated and feel good. Is that true? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's hard to tell when you're just if you're just gonna buy flour. You know, you kind of read the leafly reviews of the weeds. I mean, you're not quite sure. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. But you've already sort of taken that next step for people who are like, I don't want to go through 12,000 different varieties of cannabis. I want to, I want this experience and they can kind of help me um, narrow it down to the space that I want. I, I think that's a very good idea.
1: And if you stay in the 15 to 20% range of THC, it's not going to be too high. We have a lot that are in the high 20s. And those are definitely going to give you more of a high. But again, if you treat it like a glass of wine, you start with one hit or two hits, you know, then, you know, you see how you feel. And it's it's not going to be this overwhelming feeling. I think people feel like it's just going to, you know, you know, and edibles and, and different forms that you take may, may, may make you feel that way. So always Go slow and go small and then build from
0: there. Low and slow people. <laughs> that is, that is the, uh, the, the mantra. Okay. So um, this is great. All right. So uh, we're just going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Autumn Shelton of Autumn Brands and I'll uh, we'll be finishing up the conversation on the other side. And I'm going to talk and well, you'll see what I'm going to talk about on the other side. We'll be right back. Surprise. It's me again. I want to take a minute to thank everyone who's made season two of the Canon Mom Show so much fun and so popular. Honestly, I'm a little overwhelmed. And to show our gratitude, the Canna Mom Show team has some exciting news to share with you. If you are a cannabis-focused business or want to find cannabis industry connections in your field or want to engage with cannabis activists, we want to hear from you. Because beginning in 2021, the Canamon Show will be offering sponsorships that will allow you to support the voices of women in this industry that need to be elevated and give you the opportunity to connect with the thousands now engaged each and every week with the Canamom Show on multiple social media platforms, podcast distribution sites, and internationally on our Canadian Canamom Amy Ryman site, hip lives. So if you sell a product, offer a service, or want to engage others, the Canna Mom Show wants to hear from you. And together, we will crush that cannabis stigma, one canna story at a time. Now, back to the show. All right. Well, welcome back. We are going to finish today's interview with Autumn Shelton of Autumn Brands. But before that, I just want to give a shout out to the Massachusetts Recreational Cannabis Community, better known here as MRCC. Now, MRCC is a consumer um, advocacy and education nonprofit that facilitates economic and social justice through advocacy, education, political mobilization, and sharing in economic, cooperative economic models. Uh, They're about connecting government, business, and consumers. And uh, next, well, this week, I guess, because it's coming out on Thanksgiving, the show, they are sponsoring a virtual 5K run. Ever tried one of those days?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I actually hosted one for the lawyers have heart road race, but I was more of the guy that did like the sort of pep talk at the beginning. I didn't actually run anywhere.
0: Okay. So (laughs) I'm quite sure how this works, but they are, they're sponsoring this thing. Um, the hashtags they're focusing on are clean weed and clean records. I think some of the proceeds are going back for their advocacy. Some of it's going back for, um, uh, expunging records for cannabis, um, criminalization or cannabis uh, imprisonment. So that's part of their social justice issue too. So I've been working with Saskia over there at the Massachusetts Recreational Cannabis Community. I'm going to put um, the connection to that fundraiser in the notes if you're interested in working with them, supporting them. And um, we're going to hear more from them soon. And I'm just wishing her luck because they're doing some really great things. They're really they're working on the November 30th vote right here for the social equity and uh, cannabis dispensary licenses in Massachusetts, which has been a little bit of a controversy. But um, two steps forward, one step back. They're part of the group focused on social equity. And, you know, they're really, they're a, a Black, Indigenous people of color organization. That's really where their focus is. That's my plug for today.
1: <laughs> Good one.
0: Thank you. Um, all right. So we will be, we're back. Autumn Shelton, we're going to be talking about Maybe what's what's going on with your sprinter van?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning on my camping trips. Yeah, that was a that was a wonderful. I I was in the process. I was uh, almost about to have my baby any day, and I'm sitting there trying to order and figure out a sprinter van so we can do some camping in the following year. I realized with two kids, it just wasn't tent camping wasn't going to happen anymore. And um, but then of course I got stuck in the the lockdown the following year. And uh, we finally got it out, and we've been having some really great trips uh, camping.
0: And you have like a you have like a she weight, a she a she shed. You can like escape into your own little. Uh, is that
1: true? <laughs> we got a little pop top, so. Uh, eventually the kids will be up there right now my husband's still sleeping with the five-year-old and i sleep down below with the baby but um it's just been it's been awesome to be able to just get up and go and travel and, and camp right now and get a get away a little bit here and there
0: it's so fun it's like what goes around my dad always had this weird dream of having a winnebago which would i can't imagine it happening but I just saw four of us stuck in a Winnebago with my father driving. I just can't imagine that would be that fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like
0: my mother nixed that early. Uh, but my son's a musician so the joke is that he'll have one of these someday. He like sees them and wants to like, right Dave? Like all musicians. Tour, Dave, tour
2: bus, yeah. Tour bus, with, with man. This, <laughs> the logo emblazoned on the side of the of the bus.
0: Angry tossers. My,
1: <laughs> my husband and I did a 16 month honeymoon um, around the world and so part oh, of it wow. was we had a um, we had a, a. Did you say? Old... Did you say
2: sixteen months?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my we saved, God. we saved, and saved, and saved, and uh, went to Australia and Indonesia and South America and Cuba and Mexico. Wow! Your,
2: your honeymoon had a time I time th- traveling. I think your honeymoon lasted longer than my marriage.
1: Kaboom. <laughs> oh
0: no! <laughs> knew that was coming. I knew that.
2: <laughs> not, not not quite, but you know.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, and you're getting the kids in, in it early. Space. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's uh that's fantastic. That's fun. All right, so I'm for my travel and host, um, so what's coming up in twenty twenty one? What are you thinking of for autumn brands? Any interstate commerce? Will we ever see you in Massachusetts? I ask everyone. I'm like, when are you coming out here,
1: people? <laughs> <laughs> well, our focus, of course, right now is um, where we are in our farm, and hopefully, uh, with uh, a new administration coming in, we'll see a lot of um, political. Um, growth and changes and legalizing marijuana. So hopefully one day we will definitely be able to uh, get our products over there to the East coast. Um, I would love, love that. Um, But for now, yes, we're bound by the, by California. So 2021 we are still in this process um, with getting a land use permit and entitlement on the property. And we are about to enter the political Battle. We definitely here in Santa Barbara County have um, a couple anti-cannabis groups that go. are trying okay. to take down every farm they possibly can, uh, whether they have any ties to it or if there's any true impact from so, that farm. So what's the, what's to, the
0: anti-cannabis um, motto? What are they saying?
1: Um, you know, I, a lot of the big issues is the odor, uh, which everybody's the about the smell, man. That's always a smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which everyone has worked on. They have, they have um, odor abatement systems and and nothing is 100% perfect, but you also have people that grow in their backyard. So it's easily blamed now on the commercial grows, even though someone, your neighbor might be having something, you know, growing next door. Um, And then you still have black market or traditional market, you know, as well. So, um, you know, unfortunately it's until we can all get through this process here, which has been a very long process um, here in Santa Barbara County, um, it, we're still going to kind of see those issues. So next year we, we start the process of going to see the Planning Commission and the Board of Supervisors and, and working through those kind of uh, political um, advisories to to get through this and and have the people come and, and try to make it so it doesn't happen. So that's a little stressful, but I, I feel confident we are you know we are, are, we are very focused on being compliant. We've even had the local sheriff's department come out and do a documentary on how a compliant farm should should operate. Oh, wow. So um, I feel that, you know, the... Are you feeling locally, there's a difference
0: they, with the um, local law enforcement and cannabis? I mean, you've been in this since 2015. So that's like, like I say, it's dog years. So that's a long time, five long years time. in the industry. So and, have you seen... And they
1: have, they yeah. have all opened up to it, you know, where they were anti-cannabis before and now they understand how important it is to regulate it, how important it is to be legal. Um, you know, that where we're headed is is the right direction. Um, so that's been, that's been really amazing to see. And, you know, we even had the fire chief come out and yeah, he's, he thinks it's, it's definitely the right path where, where they didn't believe it before. So
0: the war on drugs is ending. I mean, that was sort of the vote, this, this the election day, if anything, that the war, it's a bad idea. They're done We're America's done with that. And we have to shift everyone's right. shifting. Yeah.
1: Right. And like, like we talked about education and getting out there and, you know, how we get out there is by doing things like this, being on podcasts. Being in the paper, talking about, you know, how a compliant farm actually operates, how this is a real business, how incredible this plant is, you know, just continuing to, to communicate and to educate people um, on the reality of this and, and the history of how we got to this yes, as well. Yes, the so, history. Um, All know, right. Telling the story. Understand sharing your story <laughs> that's how
0: we do it i don't know we're all ruled by yeah. stories everything's a story religion is a story everything's a story so share your story tell your story people hear your story facts obviously don't work that well in our country story <laughs> i don't know yes. stories do uh, people know you they can see you and they can hear see who you are and that what you're doing is really about caring so i love that story so thank you autumn for sharing with us today
2: thank you autumn
0: and um, people want to reach
1: you how's the best way to get in touch with you um you can go to our website to find out all the information about us and our and our two families um and what we're all about uh at www.autumnbrands.com you can also find us on instagram and facebook and twitter and linkedin um and on our website also we'll show all the dispensaries that we're in which is from the top of california to the bottom um we've been in a little over 300 dispensaries this year oh, wow. so great um so you can find us um by going to the website
0: so people can really find you. Okay, Autumn uh-huh. Brand, look out for it. So thanks to Dave, Cannabro, Good job again today. Yes. It, this is such <laughs> can- a happy,
2: happier time in the you know, we've 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 had some downtimes in our country and I like to I like to think that the Canon show is a witness to growth and <laughs> happiness. And so I think
0: it is. We gotta celebrate light, these
2: good times. So I love li- light
0: and joy. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. absolutely.
0: Whatever. I talk about kindness i was a divorce attorney i was a politician love kindness goodness and hope we're not good things but here <laughs> yes. all my ladies we talk about love and kindness all the time so it's very helpful
2: it does come back to that it really does
0: it seriously does yeah. so you yeah. live you know you're what is that the means to the ends? you you are the means so people you know character is character. If you want to be a shitty person to get to something you think is good, go for it. But, you know, try to be nice and kind to people and bring some joy to people's lives. And that's what we try to do here at the Cannon Mom Show. So thanks, Dave. Um, My Cannon Mom Show social media, Janice, I'm going to miss you. You're going to leave me soon. So again, anyone interested in helping me out, reach out. I'm going to be posting it soon on some of those Northeastern University and other colleges around here. I want to thank Josh Lampkin and Bella Jaffe for writing and performing the Cannon Mom theme music. And... I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the canna show where we are talking about caring for and giving voice to women in the emerging cannabis industry. One cannabis story at a time. Please follow us on social media subscribe anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. I'm your host Joyce Gerber. This is the Canamom show and we are a production of pod six, one, seven, the Boston podcast network.